Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Katherine Gordon, the author of Sugar Freedom, and I'm also a member of the National Weight Control Registry, and I am in long-term recovery from overweight and obesity. I'm on Quora, and I got a Quora question last week that I've been thinking about for the last couple of days, and it is an excellent question, so I want to address it today on the Sugar Freedom Show. The question is, how can I get myself to care about my weight? What I come to understand from that question is, if someone is asking how to care, it tells me that they currently don't care. And it also tells me that somebody who doesn't care about their weight, but who is willing to ask this question, may have given up on the possibility of being able to lose weight. And this is not surprising. The statistics are, well, they're not good. The numbers are not good in terms of people who attempt to lose weight and those who succeed. I read a recent article that had the number at that out of everyone who was trying to lose a significant amount of weight, only 0.08% of them actually succeed in doing so. But that may be why you're tuning into the Sugar Freedom Show. My initial reason for getting off of sugar and grains and processed vegetable oils and seed oils was because I wanted to lose weight, but many, many more reasons stacked up and have stacked up over the years, things that I have discovered that make it simply not worth it for me to eat the foods, not just that make me gain weight, but also the ones that cause joint pain, mental issues, just pain all over. So there's lots of reasons to give up sugar and give up the foods that I overeat. But the Quora question is, how do I get myself to care about my weight? And way back in 2008, when I started the journey that actually allowed me to take off 70 pounds and keep them off, there were a number of things that happened. And they come down to two issues, belief and desire. One must desire weight loss and also believe that it is possible to lose weight. So I'm going to address the desire first. In my case, there were two events. The first event that happened that created this powerful desire to lose weight was I was choreographing a dance. This was after I had gained a great deal of weight and before I lost it. And I had been asked to come together with a group of choreographers and dancers who were putting on a show. I was choreographing a dance that had a grand jeté in it. And the grand jeté is the biggest leap that we do in ballet. And I was demonstrating it. And one of my new dancers was having a little bit of trouble understanding the transition from one foot to the other during the leap. So I was demonstrating it higher and higher. I came down wrong. I heard the most horrible snap and it turned out I had broken my foot in four places. A couple of things were going on. Jumping as high, trying to jump as high as I used to before I was obese. And then also I believe that some of the things that I had been doing to try to lose weight that weren't working a low fat diet and a lot of cardio had also uh, weakened my bones, quite frankly. The break was devastating. Obviously, I was out of the show. I couldn't choreograph the dance and I had eight weeks in a cast and then a boot during which to think about what I was doing in my life and with my physical fitness. This was back in 2004. So that did not, ultimately that did not give me the impetus and give me the information I needed. I did not manage to put together the program that was finally going to help me overcome obesity, but it did give me this really profound desire to do so. However, I continued to do some of the things that I had been doing wrong, 
once I got back on my feet, literally and figuratively, I continued to do cardio and I continued to try programs like Weight Watchers, which simply reduced calories rather than changing the content of what I was eating. Also, I needed to change the content of what I was doing for fitness. But I don't want to get off of the subject of belief and desire because the question here is, how do I get myself to care about my weight? So the second episode, which happened three years later, I was at the grocery store with my son. And at that time, I was 43 years old and he was seven. So it was there's this point at which in April, his birthday is before mine. I was talking to the bagger and my son was being very charming and she helped me bring my groceries out to the car. And she looks at me and she says, he is so cute. Now, is he your son or your grandson? And this was, I think what it had, what, what happened was, is that it got at my identity. I am not a grandmother yet. And then also during that time, there had been a pattern at only 40, 43, where I was consistently getting offered the senior discount at stores. Actually, I'm just about to be qualified to get that discount. I'm about to turn 55. Most of the grocery stores in town, you have to be 55 to get the senior discount. And I was 43. And I was like, what is going on? Because in the past, I had always been mistaken for younger than I am. And now I was being mistaken for much older. So it got at my identity. I was thinking, this is not who I am. I'm not a grandmother yet. So identity in terms of, is he your son or your grandson? And then going back to ability. What had happened was my weight was preventing me from doing two things. It was preventing me from dancing And it was also preventing me from from being who I am, which is and was a mother, but not a grandmother and also a dancer. So the desire comes from my understanding that my weight was preventing me from being my authentic self. And I don't want to get too philosophical with it, but, but yes, that's what it was. And this is what gave me this profound desire to change. But desire isn't any good without hope, without belief. I go back to Aesop's fable about the fox and the sour grapes, and it it isn't really accurate because in that story, the fox is the fox is scornful and walks away from the grapes. He can't have them, so he says they're not worth having. I don't think it's so much a sour grape situation as it's a it's a situation of loss of hope. So how do we redevelop the belief to go along with the desire? So we've got the strong desire. There's all kinds of reasons to lose weight. The health reasons are very profound and powerful, but they're kind of far off. They tend to be in the future. The desire in terms of who you are now, this I think is more effective if you can get a hold of that desire. So what is a practical way to do that? And this may seem counterintuitive, but when I need to reestablish my desire, I do a before picture get in front of a mirror and I wear a swimsuit. You don't have to, if this picture isn't going to anyone else. And I do a before picture. There's, there's two things that this does. It gives me the reality of being able to look at the photograph of, okay, this is how I really look. And then also it is, it allows me to accept who I am in that moment. If I can look at that picture, honestly, see what it looks like and say, Well, here I am, I'm still surviving. Lightning didn't strike. 
a hole in the ground didn't open up and swallow me, I'm still here, I'm still existing, then I can take that present I can take that present reality and move forward with it. So this is this is the area of acceptance. So we're literally talking about three different factors: desire, belief, and acceptance. And so with that acceptance, I can go forward and take the steps that are going to have a positive effect. But what are those steps? So there was another element to my ability to change, to overcome overweight and obesity long-term. And it was to go out into the world and find somebody who had done what I wanted to do and then to take steps to just copy that process. In my case, this was when I joined the Turbulence Training Transformation Contest. And this was back in 2008. And these contests aren't running anymore. And there is a sense that going for a cash prize is very helpful. I don't necessarily think that you have to do that because I don't necessarily know. I don't know if it was really the prize or if it was seeing the pictures and seeing the process that the previous prize winner had followed. And she was a woman like me. She, it looked like she had around as much weight as I needed to lose. And she just looked real. She didn't look like a fitness model who had put on weight to take a picture in order to lose that. Because unfortunately, very often, this is what, this is what happens in these, in some of these before and after pictures, there are people who it's part of their profession. They will put on the weight, take the picture, and then lose it, get lean, and take the after picture. This was, I could tell that this was a real human being, an authentic woman who really was struggling with her weight. And so what she did is that she eliminated traditional cardio, which is what I was doing too, and started to do um, shorter resistance training workouts and some high intensity interval training. So for a practical matter, and this is what I continue today, and this is what I continue to talk about in my fitness practice is I've eliminated the moderate intensity steady state exercise that's kind of like that mid-range, which I have never enjoyed. And instead I've replaced it with resistance training. My sessions are never longer than 30 minutes and high intensity interval training, very small amounts, amounts of high intensity interval training that don't cause pain and frustration. So I've eliminated the frustrating, long, boring, the kind of exercise that doesn't work and doesn't create any kind of joy or fulfillment. I've completely eliminated that. And then in my nutrition, I've also eliminated sugar, grains, vegetable, and seed oils because they, interestingly enough, the the sugar, I mean, it's obvious if I eat sugar, my uh, appetite goes out of control. If I eat grains, breads, pastas, rices, once again, appetite goes out of control. The vegetable and seed oils have a more delayed response, but they do cause in me inflammation and joint pain. So if I, if I eat something that is not a freedom food, I have my freedom foods, often I find that I pay for it a couple of days down the line, literally in joint pain. So that's actually pretty easy. Once I discovered what the exercises were and what the foods were that actually were causing me pain instead of creating positive changes, it was pretty easy to eliminate them, but I had to discover them first. And so I had to kind of get into the groove of changing before I could discover what was going to work. 
So back to the question, how do I get myself to care about my weight? How do you get into that groove? Think of it as like a boat that's stuck on the shore. How do you get that boat shoved into the water so you can start going downstream? We come back to that before picture, which is the acceptance of where you are right now, creating the willingness to change. And then the next step is, are there exercises that you're doing that are increasing your appetite? Are there foods that you are eating that are increasing your appetite? So in a practical sense, what I had to do was allow myself to eat things like the eggs and the meat and the simple proteins and fats that satisfy my appetite and allow me to eliminate the sugar and the grains and the seed oils. What is kind of in the middle and what I did do when I initially lost my weight is that I stuck to carbohydrates that grow above the ground. All of the green leafy vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, these kinds of vegetables I could eat and they did not overstimulate my appetite. Over time, I have had to continue to edit what I'm eating. I only eat fruit and nuts and root vegetables on special occasions. And I have to be very careful about those as well. That is what we need to develop belief, desire, and acceptance. And so for me, the desire was developed, breaking my foot, being mistaken for a grandmother. That created the strong desire to change my physical identity. And the belief came from going out and finding examples of other people that had done what I had done. And because of the internet, what I would suggest is literally start to search for someone like you who has done what you want to do. So in my case, I was looking for a woman in her 40s who needed to lose more than 50 pounds. What I would suggest to you is start to look for examples of people like you who have done what you want to do. And one place to start could be the National Weight Control Registry. You can go to their website and look through the different things that people do. One caveat, I answer questionnaires every year from the registry. And sometimes they aren't answer, they aren't, I answer questionnaires from the registry every year. And sometimes they aren't offering me the, the multiple choice answers that actually apply to what I did. I'll give you an example. In general, the majority of those of us in the registry have changed the way we eat and we've changed the way we move. So we have modified our food strategies and we have added movement. I'll go ahead and call it exercise, but I actually had to eliminate some of the exercise that I was doing that wasn't working. And I had to eliminate some of the foods that I was eating that weren't working. So it wasn't just that I reduced fat or that I didn't bread and fry foods. It was literally the elimination of sugar and grains and the vegetable and seed oils. And the registry in their long questionnaires, that option isn't there yet. So when I do the survey, I can only pick the options that they give me and they haven't necessarily given me the options that worked for me. So I do hope that the registry continues to evolve in the questions that they ask. But to go back to developing belief and desire, developing belief, the registry can be a good place to go to read some of the data that they've collected and to see, well, what have people who have lost a lot of weight and kept it off, what have they done? And to see if you can apply their strategies. So that is 
those are the tips for today. This is, this is what I want you to understand. Develop your desire, develop your de belief, and then go ahead and accept yourself in this moment because I'll leave you with one other technique. You can use the, te the technique of, some call it Kaizen, I think some call it Kaisen, which is comes from Japan, this notion of just getting a little bit better day by day. I find this incredibly effective that I bring back, I pull back the desire day by day, each 24 hour period to just get a little bit better. And you'll also find this in 12 step programs, this concept of one day at a time. If you can bring your changes into just the next 24 hours, don't think about your actions long, long term, because that might get overwhelming. Think about the next 24 hours and just making the improvement in those next 24 hours. I certainly hope that some of these tips have helped and I hope that answering this question in my way has inspired you to find a way to answer the question for yourself. How can I get myself to care? There are so many medical reasons to care about your weight, but in terms of being able to change, it is about belief, desire, and acceptance. I will leave you with one other thing to get healthy because of what it will do for your health. The best book that I have read in terms of developing the desire to improve your health by changing what you eat is Sugar Crush, How to Reduce Inflammation, Reverse Nerve Damage, and Reclaim Good Health by Dr. Richard P. Jacoby and Raquel Baldelomar. And I have bought this book several times. I've given this book away several times. So in terms of reading a book that will give you the the health desire to change what you're eating, this is the book that I would recommend. And then one more time, belief, desire, and acceptance. And if you can find ways to manage those three, I do believe that you can lose weight, improve your life, and keep it off for good. I am Katherine Gordon for Sugar Freedom. The Sugar Freedom Show is brought to you by sugarfreedom.com, where you'll find my program. And this is simply what worked for me. And I hope that you'll come back soon and listen again.